Hi guys, welcome to episode 13 with the legend that is Mike from Scoustelic. Uh, This was recorded just after I'd filmed episode 46 with him and yeah, it's a good one. Hope you enjoy guys. Hi Mike and welcome to Wait You're a Scout. What was that? Wait You're a Scoutadelic? That's what (laughs) what it should be. (laughs) Hello. So uh, if you hadn't already guessed, this is Mike from Scoutadelic, the YouTube, the unofficial Scouty YouTube channel. Yes, the only one. There is no (laughs) other scouting uh, or unofficial or, well, there isn't the official scouting YouTube channel, but unofficial wise, there's not any other. (laughs) There's only this one. I know. Think of Big Man in the Woods. Nah, he doesn't do anything. He just vlogs. He vlogs. He doesn't vlog. But yeah, I am the only one. Oh, I can t- sense a uh, rivalry brewing there already. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are currently having a hot chocolate after Mike has had me on his YouTube channel. Yes. So, uh, that's episode 46. 46. Right? How did that? How did you feel it went? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, it was really fun, actually. I was a bit nervous being in front of a camera because I quite like hiding behind a microphone. With Why, that. though? <laughs> I think, I think I, it annoys me because I hate my own voice and... I have to edit me and someone else. And someone else's voice is fine, but my voice is like, oh, really, is that what I sound like? And now it's got to the point where after 46 months and 46 shows, I just blank out. It's not me. It's someone else. So I'm yeah. not actually listening to me. I'm just listening for little beats or, ooh, that was funny. I like that. That's really good. As you know, I am a true professional and there are no bloopers whatsoever. So I've got to really work on the comedic aspect. Uh, yeah, it's yeah fun. I mean, there was hardly any bloopers at all today. No, 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 no one forgetting any lines nope. whatsoever. Nope. You, didn't, you didn't beat me at t- tennis at all? No, nope. no. Tennis. Oh, yeah, because this comes after, so I, we are allowed to say that result, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's annoying. It was the best, it was the best, worst idea I ever had <laughs> because it's just. It's just so your mind goes blank with all these different ideas or or you go off one line or you, you're thinking of the next one in your head and then the person next door to you says it so that just shakes you up because you're yeah. like, you've had it in your head for so long you didn't think of two steps ahead or three steps ahead. So, yeah. Or you've thought so hard that you've actually run out of five seconds. Yes. Yes. Well, you didn't count at all, so I was I was flying well, by. No, you said it and then explained it, so I was kind of using that as, oh, I can think of one now, and it didn't really help. It didn't. That's good. That's all right. But I, I actually like that bit. Uh, so one of the uh, topics was, what was it? Um, things a scout would, oh, no, a parent would pack that a scout wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't use and yeah it was we had to I felt we had to explain ourselves because at some point I might be like really yeah yeah. they would pack socks it's like no no it's the 70 spares yes it is the 70 spares that the parents will pack because you could get wet you could get wet love and yeah you need a few socks in and it and especially with like pants and stuff I don't know about you but you know when you go away somewhere it's almost like you pack like extra just in case I always I always do I always have and so if I'm obviously away for say three or four days, I will pack five or six. Yes, you just never know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> or you like always pack thick, thick, thick socks. Just one socks. Pair. Yeah, even if it's when we go sleeping, sleeping in, in a, a sleeping bag, you need the thick socks on. That's what I always do. Yeah, but like if you were going to go away and you were like, I don't know, going to be in a hotel or not a tent, you wouldn't be like thick socks, or would you? 
You would, wouldn't you? There is a face there that says, I probably would. <laughs> Depend, it depends on the weather, I'm saying. I'm putting that out there. But I don't know what it is with, like, sometimes with taking kids away. Parents go, oh, well, that... So you're going away for three nights, so you might pack four or five pairs of mm. socks and pants. But parents then go, oh, but what if you need those as well? So I'll yeah. pack eight or nine. <laughs> it's like they're only going away for a weekend, not a week. That, yeah. <laughs> only, it's only one night, but you've got 12 pairs of pants and 18 socks. What do your parents think you're going to be doing? Oh, and seven t-shirts, just in case. You never... With the t-shirts, I will agree on the seven. <laughs> You've got to have, a, like, a, a change, like, so you bre- your breakfast T-shirts. And then when you spill then, your breakfast down, yeah, you your lunch then you've T-shirt. Got lunch T-shirt, yeah. then, then yeah. dinner, then a nightwear, then something to go and sleep in. So that's at least, what, four or five right there? I mean, that's just leaders. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're always eating our breakfast on the go, so usually there is some spillage. Yeah. And I, I do believe there was one leader who... She spilt some breakfast on her and didn't notice until at least at uh, lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. Wasn't me. So we've talked a little bit about uh, the YouTube channel. How did that start? Because 46 episodes is a big commitment. 46 months is a big commitment. <laughs> Six, um, I'm hopefully running until 60 months. 60 episodes. That's December 2020. Wow. So um, I used to be a cub leader. And we did uh, monthly videos, oh, sorry, weekly videos of everything that we did, and we uploaded it onto our own YouTube channel, um, and it got 100, 100 subscribers. I was very proud of it. Um, and we got tons of different people watching it, you know, Pitfall HQ, all the way to uh, a group here in Australia. And it was this Australian group that basically had come across one of our nights, and then we created it in Australia and done their own twist on it. So it was like, wow, if something that I've done has gone all the way over there, what other things are other people um, like sort of doing in their units that they aren't telling anyone else about that could inspire? Um, And then I was a huge YouTuber fan and I used to watch Good Mythical Morning and they do Monday to Friday and they do like a topic um, per day um, and it was really good and I was like why can't there be like a, a scouting magazine that can be online so young people can access it because they're all about youth shape uh, yeah. but the problem is if a young person doesn't know that something exists or you could do a night a certain way because they're never going to see the, the scouting magazine then how are they going to go to their leader and go I want to do this so it was like, well, I need to merge all these three ideas into one. How can I do it? And yeah, I went to Gilwell Reunion. My, I think it was my first or second one I'd ever been to. And I found five random people I'd never met before. And I gave them my idea. And they said, I would love that. That would be great. And yeah, a couple of months later, I filmed my first one. And... Yeah, I haven't stopped since. <laughs> Except this one, this is it. This is my last one. I'm like, oh, after 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 doing after having Anna on the show, there's uh, yeah. there's, there's, n- there's nowhere else I can go after that. It's, I, I've peak. reached I've reached my peak. <laughs> so I mean, Alex and I, when we were at reunion, were talking about um, sort of the scout media that's out there. Mm-hmm. 
Did he mention? Did he mention me? Uh, yeah, no, you did get a bit of a mention in that interview. I think uh... <laughs> might have to re-listen to it and just uh, listen to that clips over and over. <laughs> you did again. make a bit of an appearance. Yes, I did. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but how vital do you think that is for like scouting, like in general? Because I think that um, as a leader, I always found that I was in a bubble. Um, so I knew what happened in my group. I knew what happened in the sections in my group. Um, but sometimes I wouldn't know what happened to maybe a cub pack that was just down the road from me or um, what the district was doing overall or the county. And sometimes we sit in our bubble and we don't, we bob along thinking we're doing all right. And I think having podcasts, uh, vlogs, which obviously I'm the only one of, it can inspire people and I do see and try to watch as many as I can of other units, uh, explorer units or groups that do a video. It might not be the greatest, but it can inspire someone to go, ooh, well, we hadn't done that before, or ooh, that looks great with the kayaks, or ooh, we'd never thought about going to go ape, or all these different ideas. And yeah, there are going to be groups that can't afford that, but then there's other groups that might be able to go, well, we could do that, or we could do it this way. And we're that resourceful as leaders that we see an idea, and it's usually like, how can we do this, and how can we do this to our limits and what we can have so so yeah you know if if a cup if a cup scout says i want to go to the moon we don't usually say no you can't you're never going to do that we usually go right let's have a space night we'll do um like sort of cardboard rockets and all the rest of it so it's yeah i think i think media and scouting um helps inspire hopefully people (laughs) I think that was the question. Yeah. <laughs> I when I asked that, it was a long, no, it was a long you. response. But yeah. So Come you up. said you used to be a cub leader as well. What, like, how did you get into that? Have you just been a leader? Have you been a young person as well? I was a, I was a young person many, <laughs> many moons ago. Um, in the in the year eighteen seventy. No, uh, I'm not that old. Um, he says. Shocked. I was very nice to you uh, when we were filming. At no point did I insult you at all. And look at this. I hope this makes the recording. If it doesn't, I will be suing. Um, you insulted my uh, campfire donuts. Well, I think I like them. I'm not sure. Yeah, they were they were a weird concoction. It's you know, it's almost like my cubs uh, having like sort of trying for the first time peanut butter and strawberry jam or peanut butter and jelly. They were like, oh. I was like, they're amazing. Yeah, got them all obsessed with it. Um, but <laughs> I was a young person. I started uh, Scouts. I was a PL at one point, And then obviously GCSE exams came up. So I stopped. I, I finished. I never, never continued on. Um, and then I was in a shopping center and my group scout leader um, was coming down the escalator as I was going up to work. And she was like, what do you do on a Thursday night? And I was like, I don't do anything. She was like, oh, do you want to come along? Just, you know, just just come and uh, like sort of reminisce and all this. I was like, oh yeah, I might as well. Um, I went, I became an assistant scout leader within a few weeks. Um, and then from there, I, went to a group camp and I found that the scouts, when I was obviously being an assistant scout leader, I just, we didn't gel. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. 
I was thinking in my head, right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to finish the year and then I'm going to leave. Um, and we went on a group camp and the GSL said, could you go down with the Cubs and just play some silly games while the scouts put down tents? I was like, yeah, yeah that's fine, that's fine. So I went down and I had the best two hours of scouting. Considering I'd done like sort of two years as being an assistant leader, uh, the best time I have ever had just doing some silly fun games with the Cubs. Um, within a day, I'd contacted and said, look, can I help our Cubs? Um, so I was doing both, and then I was like, uh, it took me a couple of months, and I was like, I want to be the cub leader. And yeah, I was Arcala for so many years. It was <laughs> the weirdest things I've done with them. I've played battleships, I've took them to London. We had spy camps, so we, t- we got every single parent a passport document that they had to fill in. And to a point where one parent actually texted me and went, you, you're not taking them to Russia, are you? I was like, look, for £40, we're definitely not taking them to Russia. <laughs> That'd um, be brilliant if you but were. they all got passports. Um, we all got them fake names. It was, oh, it was absolutely hilarious that and funny. That brilliant. Our, our theme camps were the best. We went all out and all the leaders went all out. And yeah, it's, we, had, we had space camp where... So the Cubs could either choose to be either part of the military, so they had to get up at six in the morning, every morning, to do drills, um, or the scientists, where we got to go into this lab and experiment. So we had balloons with uh, frozen uh, like sort of jelly. Yeah. We had to cut them up and then do all this, that, and the other. Um, and then the beavers arrived in a broken-down spaceship. We all got a smoke machine, and they came out, and they were all aliens. So the beavers <laughs> were the aliens, and I had... Uh, one of my cubs was in the corner, and she she was scared, and she was frightened. So one of my leaders went up to her, and she had to explain to the cub actually it wasn't aliens they were actually just the beavers and had to point out certain of the beaver leaders and their makeup was technically them um, just to calm her down but yeah we we had the best fun ever so i did that for good seven or eight years and then yeah mr scoutadelic with his odd shoes (laughs) so yeah that's that's how i started anyway okay so what what was the moment when you realized that actually do you know what Scout said it, this is taking off, this is going to take over. What? So my first year, I had planned, I was only going to do the year. Right. And I set myself some goals because I was like, I'm never going to hit them. Never in the wildest dreams am I going to hit them. So I wanted, I, I went for really, in my head, far out goals. So I was going to get, well, I'm never going to get a thousand followers on Twitter. So, that, you know, that's a, that's a big goal. And I'm never going to get 500 likes on Facebook. And I'm never going to get 250 subscribers on YouTube. It's, it took me years to get 100 subscribers on my, my cook channel. So 250, way out there. Um, on the second day of us releasing, um, I, me releasing the episodes, the first episode, I got a thousand <laughs> followers on Twitter. Wow. Um, within a couple of months, I got my 500 uh, likes on Facebook, and then within, I think it was about, I think it was like September time, I got over 250 subscribers. Wow. So I was like, oh well, I'll do it for a second year. I'm going <laughs> to double it. So, you know, 500, uh, you know, 2,000, 1,000, you know, do that. 
and yeah I hit it so I was like I can't keep on doing this one year at a time and then one year and then one year so I was like right okay let's do three more years let's call it quits episode 60 nice round number it's gonna be great and yeah it allowed me to then plan things for like uh, so if obviously I'd missed the uh, u-shape for example i knew that u-shape was going to come around again so i could do something really special with yeah. that so it gave me a chance to go okay i can't do it this year but i could do it next year and this is what i could do and build on those ideas so like the lgbt episode that i've just done took me a year or two in my head to plan it and obviously that that got released this year yeah 43 <laughs> i think they all merge into one that's scary now so oh, yeah. do you find yourself picking like specific topics to talk about or is it quite I general? Think, or? I think a topic is better because it then grounds where you're going with it. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes like our episode, it's a bit, it's a bit higgledy-piggledy <laughs> if you want to say. It's kind of like, it's a mismatch, but it works. And it's, it's, it's still something that people will get something from. Um, so it depends. It depends on my mood. It depends. <laughs> depends on an idea. Sometimes people have so many ideas. I want to do a Sea Scout episode. Right. I've never done Sea Scouts. I want to know all about them. But yeah. then I also would love to do an episode just on Australian Scouts. I want yeah. to see what uniforms they wear, what badges they do. So all these random weird ideas all get jotted up on a board. Um, and then hopefully I'll be like, oh, I could do that. Ooh, that's a good idea. Australian scouts, unfortunately, never going to happen. It's a lot of money to get there, but yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose you could always do like a, they send you videos, you send them questions, that could work. But you kind of want the holiday. I like, you, you, well, yeah, I kind of want the holiday. Um, yeah, but you know that we bounced off each other, did they? True, yeah. Whereas if you're, if you're not in the same room, sometimes that energy is lost. I don't know. I'd also like to visit Australia. Hi guys, sorry to interrupt the interview, I knew we were getting properly stuck into it, but uh, just a little advert for the guys over at Thriftwood. So on the 6th of November, they will be having a firework display, uh, so that's a Wednesday night. Um, yeah, it's a really lovely firework display, I'll be there with my explorers, there's lots of uh, groups that have stalls and stuff at the event. It's a really lovely atmosphere and a great way to support uh, a local campsite in Essex. So do check it out, you can get more information from their Facebook page, their website, or if you just search for Thriftwood on google you'll find all the information there okay back to the episode <laughs> so okay we talked a lot about like the sort of scouting side of life what do you do outside of scouting nothing, <laughs> nothing. i sit at home and twitter actually i've become a netflix aficionado i i do find that i can binge watch a series every now and again uh, <laughs> dark crystal oh my god so good yes um but um i i do um I work as a billing person. I I'm a, in finance for Sir Darwin. Um, so yeah, I, I do bills and all that jazz, which basically funds my going off on a train up or down or wherever um, to do scoutadelic. So it kind of helps. And my my boss is usually like, "So are you actually in Hull this weekend?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I am." <laughs> it's very rare that I actually stay in my city where I live for longer than like two weekends in a row <laughs> usually i'm off somewhere i'm doing something or yeah yeah so the youtube stuff you said you did with your cub group did mm -hmm. you learn that off the cuff or have you had experience in that like where did that whole yeah i can edit a video and do all this come from 
so it started when we um, I in our district at the time there was only like th three cup groups so this was when we had like smaller districts and then obviously they all merged together to be one big one in Hull um, and I knew one of the other cup groups and he said oh well you know at the end uh, uh, at the end of your camps do you sell like a, a photo CD I was like I never thought about that He's like, just shove all the uh, photos on a CD, sell them for a couple of quid, parents will love it, boom, done. It's like, never thought of that. Then he gave me one of his DVDs, because he was like, he was now doing a video, putting all the photos together with music and selling it and doing that. I was like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> so I, I thought, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that for our theme camps. So I did that and it was like, ooh, then, you know, with the, uh, so we did Pirate Camp. Then our next one was, um, I'm trying to think, oh, Western Camp. So I thought, oh, I could get some footage of the, the kids, like, sort of on these, like, wooden horses, or, you know, we could do the Booking Bronco that we did, or all these different things. I could clip all them together, and that'd be great. So I did that. Parents loved it. We are making some money, so I was like, okay. And then it was just, yeah, I just got into it that way. We did, um, so my leaders went on to assault courses for obvious reasons to make sure that they worked and obviously <laughs> that they wouldn't snap for any of the cups. That was our purpose. But I filmed them all and then put the Mission Impossible music behind <laughs> it and then put it on YouTube. It was hilariously funny. But yeah, I, I, I kind of learned myself. And yeah, there are things that I'm sure people who watch my episodes go, hmm, didn't do really well there, or ooh, we could have edited that bit better, or ooh, the sound didn't like that, but yeah, I, I have had no experience except learning it off the cuff or going, oh, I, I could do that, oh, if I did that, oh. So yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all kind of me mismatching it all up, I think, so yeah. So do you have anyone that you can sort of go to and go like, okay, I want to try this. How would I do it? Um, <laughs> and, well, there's, uh, I've had a few help from like sort of Scat Radio. So Martin obviously does Scat Radio. He uh, quite happily helped me out because my first year, my audio came from just the cameras that I used. There was no external mics. So there's that. Um, I've had one of my co-hosts, Liz, uh, she is doing a film degree, um, so she, yes, especially when I'm like, oh, could you just edit that for me? And she's so lovely. She usually goes no, uh, but then, uh, <laughs> every now and again she goes yes, because uh, obviously she's at university at the moment, um, and she does an amazing job. And I'm like, she does it in like a day, and I'm like, if I did that, it would take me forever to figure out how to do it there or how to put that on, yeah. So all the ones where it's got bloopers of me in my own show, that's usually Liz putting it in there. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, Liz. Um, but apart from that, it's kind of... I know Scout Content, they've just started, so I think that's going to be an avenue where they've got more... They've got people who actually do that as a professional living. Yeah. And they are going to be filming my 50th episode. Oh, cool. Um, so it's the only episode that I'm not filming, I'm not editing, I'm only having to get there, do stuff, and then go home. I don't have to then worry about, right, okay, I've now got 
X amount of days to get this all edited together. Yeah. And you can tell someone actually, yeah, you're a bit late, guys. Come on. Yes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I would have done the sixty seconds by now. Uh, what's going on? Uh, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's it's scary because my worry is that their episode is going to be so much better than <laughs> all of my uh, forty nine beforehand. Fifty one, it'll just. Go. And then fifty one, it'd be like. 50 was really good. Why is it really good? You know, gone downhill since then. Because I'm doing it again. Um, <laughs> but I do have I do have plans for what my 60th would look like in my head, which is hilariously funny. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, scout, scout content does. But that's it. If you don't ask and you don't speak around or talk to people, you're never going to get the help. So I think there are people out there for everyone. Cool. And what's some of like, the best tips and tricks you've learned or like skills and things that you've learned. Never do it. Never, ever do it. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Don't start because it ruins your life. <laughs> well, what about the skills you've learned actually on the channel? Like, have there been any episodes where you're like, that is the best thing I've ever learned. I'm taking that with me and using it everywhere. Um, I was so in awe of um, cardboard ovens. Never knew you could ever do that. And it was the best... <laughs> and tastiest um, cheese on toast I've ever had. So that was with Jack's. Um, what else have I done? Um, we talked about earlier about our Welsh cakes. Uh, Gareth was the first person to actually cook food. Tin can stoves, um, bubble, bubble snakes. Oh, there's been so many that I'm like, oh, only I was still in, in cups. I could do this or that would be ace or um, one of the things that I learned uh, when I did uh, my U-shape episode is in Australia they have uh, young people so they actually have cup age actually as uh, youth ambassadors and how they also do their uh, cups is they have the oldest cub um, enrolling the latest cub so it's kind of like, it's so amazing. I was like, why did I never think about that? As in actually having them do the promise with the younger one. And it's kind of, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I thought that was the best thing ever. And I was like, oh, I can't do it because I'm not doing cups anymore. But all these different ideas. And some people inspire me. Some people give me some really good tips or, oh, you should do this. I'm like, it's really good. I like that one. <laughs> campfire song. Uh, like uh, I did a campfire episode, and we had the campfire song every day. And I met a bear. Never knew it. It's a Canadian like sort of campfire song. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I need to teach everyone this. <laughs> so I shared it everywhere I could because it's, it once once I heard it, it got stuck in my head. So, yeah, it's in my head now. <laughs> Um, so do you think you'll ever go back into like everyday scouting or do you think this is kind of what you do I don't I, I do miss it I do miss the general wackiness that I used to have but then I think although I moan about Scoutadelic and it is a lot of work to get done I think about it it's, it's one month whereas yeah. Cubs were in a month I'd be doing four different nights plus planning like a camp and xyz um so with scaradelic although I'm, i complain that it's a lot more than oh i was do i'm doing more than i did at cubs well, technically not no i'm actually doing less than i did um, but it is more stressful it's a bit weird when you go to reunion and people know you yeah 
Yeah, it's scary. And you've had, you've had well, you've you've had an experience of, of someone coming up as a fan. So you know, want me? But, you know, just saying. Thanks. Don't listen to this stuff. It's got to be visual. Uh, Mike won't be on this podcast again. Uh. <laughs> That's the thing, though. So, so I have a different co-host every single time. Um, are you ever going to do a podcast with the same person? I don't future? know. Oh, that okay. could be something like going and revisiting something. I think there's a few people that I've already spoken to going, oh, there's so much more. There are so many more questions. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You'd be like me going, oh, well, in my day, when I was a younger man, I'd still be doing those <laughs> podcasts. I'd be an old man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that could be a possibility. Okay. But I'm quite enjoying... So with my guests, it's a lot of either people I know like or have seen do stuff like, oh, Mike, I've seen your YouTube channel. Come on my podcast. Um, she, do- she doesn't know the ending. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> doesn't watch the ending. Or um, some people have suggested people to me going, oh, you should interview this person. How do you find your co-hosts? Um, it's a mixture. I Sometimes I know them. Sometimes um, they've, I've, they've answered the random post that I'll put on first Facebook of, can you get me this footage or do you watch your this, that and the other? And then they'll get me some footage and I'll be like, oh, it's really good. Um, could you get me some more? And then they'll join my Orange Army on Facebook and then suddenly I'll be like, right, uh, oh, that theme fits really well with you. So Leslie, for example, was campfires, just fitted her perfectly and I wanted to do something with her for a while. And yeah, we just, it, she's just, she's me as a female, I'm sure of it. <laughs> she's as crazy as they come with pink hair. Um, hashtag pink scout. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like um, Anya, for example, uh, I want to say a 19, maybe 18 co-host. Um, she replied to um, a post on first Facebook and... I visited Caithness and I've never met her before, but she she spent two hours driving me to Caithness from Inverness and then two hours back to Loch Ness uh, on my birthday. Um, episode 20 uh, was someone down in London that I'd never met before and, you know, we still chat. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's Sometimes I know of a person that I want and other times I just like, you know what? I'll randomly meet someone. I don't mind. So. But do you think you'd ever cross over with, say, like another youth group, or? I think we've got in scouting. We've got so many diverse things that I haven't even touched, like Sea Scouts, Air Scouts. Um, I haven't done. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Muslim Scouts, for example. I'd love to obviously find out how they do, obviously scouting. Um, what else? Um, like sort of uh, scouting in other countries. So like what uh, island scouts? How different are they to Northern Ireland or Scotland? Uh, we've got so many diverse different things. Like Scotland are very much uh, games orientated, and um, down south is very much down south. Uh, <laughs> Cheers. But, uh, anytime. Uh, but there's there's so many diverse things that happen already in scouting. I haven't even touched the surface and I'm 46 episodes in 
and there's so many different things like I'd never done a gang show before so when I did the gang show episode it was like wow this is what it's all about I've heard about them but I've never yeah. actually gone they to see one they are a whole other world they like, are I think the best description was it's like going to see a relative's child's like school play but nothing like a school play and a lot more interactive and fun Yes, yes. It's most, it's the dedication that those people have. And it's it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've done enough. And I think if I get, if, when I get to episode 60, I think I'm going to still be like, oh, I could have done that. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a really good. You can, you can see Mushnick going, oh, maybe 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I think... I think that's the thing. As long as as long as I'm learning something new or meeting someone that's totally different to what I've been done before, I think that that inspires me. That keeps me. That keeps the fire in my belly. But I don't think other youth organisations give me as much as scouting does. I'm a I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to scouting. Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to be I'm going to be the guy in reunion um, in about. 80 years time because I'm still going to be alive at that point um, drinking in the corner because no one knows him just laughing about how youthful everyone is and you know the good old days of scouting when you know we could do this that and the other nowadays it's all on apps and you know you do it you have like Google Google Maps in your glasses so you know where you're going and all that lot so yeah <laughs> I think I'm going to be that guy in reunion still uh, supping away there for the whole week, not just yes. the weekend. Yes, yes, and having my pitch. That's that's where I've stayed for the last fifty years. I am staying there. That's me. That's gonna be me. <laughs> Glad you put your plan, like future planned out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All about scouting. That's it. Cut me open. I'm still. I'm. I'm bleeding purple. I'm, <laughs> I'm an alien, really. So, other than scout delicate at the moment, have you got any other involvement in some of the scouting sort of? Yeah, uh, I am part of the SASU, uh, so that's the Scout Active Service Unit of Scout Content, and they're happy with me doing my thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it at the moment. I don't actually have any other roles. I used to be obviously a cup leader. I used to be part of Flags, uh, but that's that's my only role at the moment. So what did you do in Flags? What was your role there? Just an ordinary member. I would go, um, but I would make sure. I still do. Um, I go to quite a lot of pride events because um, flags is it's it relates to the fellowship of lesbian and gay scouts, and that's what flags represents. Because uh, obviously before Sasu's there were fellowships, and um, it's for adult leaders um, or LGBT. Uh, adult leaders and getting that support because uh, you know obviously youth needs that support but also um, adults need the support as well and they also you know they inspired me to be who I am today uh, come become openly gay um, in scouting and yeah I'm, I'm they they put me on a road that I'm happy that I've gone down it's a bit it's been a bit rocky at certain times because of the topics and people like now uh, you know the media about LGBT being taught in schools is a very hot topic and it's like well actually it should um, because if we don't talk about it it becomes taboo if we do talk about it it becomes 
something that isn't um, normalized yes that's yeah. it exactly and people say oh you shouldn't you shouldn't need to normalize it it's, it it shouldn't be a thing it's like well it, it is because there are kids out there who don't see themselves in books or in media or tv or wherever and actually um by having a book that actually has a gay character they're like oh that could be me and being accepted and accepting themselves it took me a long time to accept who I was because I always wanted to have a family and I still do but I was like well no I can't, I can't have a family if I'm gay and actually you can it's, it's a lot more difficult but there are ways to actually do it and I think I'm, I've accepted that but kids nowadays need to realize that actually it's all right to be different it's all right no one is is the same and I think social media plays a negative role in that in some in some cases that we see all these people who have spent seven hours doing their makeup to take one selfie of them in bed going oh I've just woken up and it's like actually no you've got out of bed you've put on your makeup you've gone back into bed you've taken about 70 different pictures photoshopped them one. played with them put seven filters on it and then put it on exactly yeah. yeah and it's like that is not true and but we look at that and go oh I don't look like that. What's wrong with me? And yeah. It shouldn't be that. It should be actually. This is me. I've got a spot on my nose. So what? People get spots, or you know, I've got a bit in my teeth, or yeah, whatever. You know. And I think we've got to learn that. Yeah, we're all different. You know. We know that obviously there are boys and girls. So why can't there be? Well, a boy can love a boy. A boy can love a girl. A boy can be transgender. He could actually um, realize that actually. He feels so much different. He doesn't feel like the body that he's uh, born into. So there's so many different things. Yeah. And I, I think we should talk about it. That's my, <laughs> my view. That's my stance. <laughs> so, I mean, nowadays, like, from even from, like, when what we were both scouts to now, scouts has definitely become more open with its inclusivity and the fact that, you know, scouts are attending pride events and being very, look, we're here and we accept everyone. How, like, obviously you've said, like, it's important to talk about it, but within scouting, how important do you think that really is? Like, I think it is because, um, you know, if, if, a, if a beaver or a cub, not, they don't have to know the ins and outs of it, but if they understand that actually it's okay and you find that actually... That sentence ran away with me then. Um, if you, f- you find that the kids nowadays, so the beavers and the cubs, they don't care. You, you, talk, you, you, know, you can teach them about uh, relationships, as in a boy can obviously love another boy, and they'd accept it. It's the adults that you find that actually like, oh, well, you shouldn't really be teaching beavers or cubs that age. It's like, yeah. why not? They don't care. They'll just soak it up, go, okay, that's normal, fine, let's get on with it. Um, obviously, when you grow up like a, a, a scout or an explorer, they are questioning. They are going through that. And if you can at least give them an answer of, actually, this is what you might be, or this is where you're going, or this is who you could be, it makes more sense. And people say we shouldn't give labels to people, but actually, we, we're given labels as soon as we're born. We're given, you're a male or you're a female. You know, you're this age, you're that you're age, name, that's it. it. <laughs> exactly. We have so many labels. So by uh, giving a kid a label that actually you could be gay doesn't mean that 
where in the future they're still going to be gay. They could experiment. They could obviously question sexuality. Um, I think that scouting needs to be more inclusive. I think we're on. We're never going to be a hundred percent inclusive because you're always going to get someone who's going to be like, "Oh well, I don't like that." Or, "Oh, that's a bit too PC." Yeah. Well, actually, no. I think we need to start opening up more and being like mental health. We need to talk about that. Uh, religion, we do that. We we have a badge on religious, uh, you know, all the different religions uh, that we do, and also my faith uh, with a, obviously a cup badge. So if we do that, then why can't we talk about mental health? Why can't we talk about um, sort of sexualities? And so hence, obviously yeah. earlier this year I did my LGBT awareness badge. Although it's unofficial, it gives you an idea of what could you talk about. You know, why do we celebrate Pride? Uh, same with you know religions why do we have so many different religions what is the difference why do some do it this way why uh, what is Christmas what is Lent or you know all these different I yeah I, I think we're not there yet we've got a great idea that we want to be inclusive but it's yeah it's just getting that wheel turning and hopefully changing people's opinions Right. I hope that answered that question. Definitely. That's all right. <laughs> I worry that I, I go on so many different tangents. I'm no, like, but they're really that answer valid the question. And, yeah. <laughs> it's something like you've answered it, but then you've also asked yourself another question and then answered that one all at the same time. That's all right. Which isn't a bad thing. So I was like, oh, I was about to ask that, but you've started. So I'll, I'll let you finish, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you were like, God, he does talk a, a lot, doesn't he? No, no, why you cut your episodes to like 20 minutes. Come That's on. Exactly. It's usually me just waffling on. <laughs> Oh, well, Mike, it's been great having you on the podcast. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And thanks for having me on, uh, on um, Scouts Even Sorry, got that wrong. Uh, <laughs> you said big, big Man in the Woods. Then. No, I was going to say, wait, you're a scout. And I'm oh, like, no, yeah. you're on that one right now. <laughs> wow. Bloopers. Uh, <laughs> so yeah Mike thank you so much for having me on your uh, YouTube channel um, so where can people find Scoutadelic if they haven't already <gasps> if you haven't already you can find me on Twitter under Scoutadelic uh, Instagram under Scoutadelic Facebook under Scoutadelic and YouTube under Scoutadelic so it's Scout then an A and then Delic so like Psychedelic but obviously Scout instead of Psych or, you know, if you just Google Scoutadelic, you pretty much get everything as you well. You do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> everything is on there. Weirdly enough, the guy with the orange shoes, the big orange glasses and the bright orange hoodie. Yeah, that's probably So, yeah, it. we will include all the links to that in the description as well so you can uh, find it from there. But, uh, yeah, I've not included the links in my description. On, oh, on my YouTube, rude. Just saying. Oh. It's <laughs> yeah. so, right, we'll share the links to uh, the episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, thank you. Cool, well, thanks again, Mike, and uh, hopefully we'll speak to you soon. Indeed, thank you. I really hope you enjoyed that interview. It was so much fun hearing about Mike's story, why he does Scoutadelic, the amazing stuff he's done with it. And it's just great to speak to another creative within like the scouting community. Um, so yeah, definitely check out his YouTube channel. Uh, I think episode 46 is like the best, but you know, I'm a little bit biased there. Um, yeah, so do check it out. All his links are in the description for the podcast. And if you just Google Scoutadelic, you pretty much find it there and you can join his orange army online. So do check it out. Okay, thanks guys. Uh, thanks for listening as always you can uh, find well you can find us on Facebook Instagram Twitter pretty much everywhere just search wait you're a scout and you can find all the latest updates and when episodes will be released uh, please do rate review and subscribe it does help sort of share the message of the podcast and yeah speak to you soon